All right. Welcome. We are on the fir very first episode of, of the, course. the new podcast, <laughs> uh, Triumph Small Business. I'm here with my friend, and this is Mike Womer. So, Sturm, I, you know, thanks for doing this with me. I know we, we both wanted to do a podcast for a while. You know, I think we're two great personalities to do this. We're, we, we are. The one thing people are going to learn is we speak our mind, and uh, we're going we're gonna to kind of give some of that down as we go. Um, today we're going to talk about balance and I know that's something that's really important to you. Um, you have a ton of experience on the business side. So let, let's talk about what, what does balance mean to you? Balance. Balance is something that's crazy for entrepreneurs. Um, balance means that you kind of have to, uh, I look at it as balance means you have to go where you're at your entire life. Um, because what happens is as an entrepreneur, you have the slippery slope of only focusing on business. And what happens is you let everything else go to the wayside, whether it's uh, mental or physical health, whether it's family, whether it's your you know special interests, whether it's hobbies or things you like to do, you kind of like everything all of a sudden becomes about business. And it's, it's not good because it's not healthy that you spend 100% of your time focused on everything else because that's when you start being successful in business and losing the rest of your life. And life isn't about just business. The business makes life, should make life better. It should give you more things in life, not less. So you shouldn't be successful in one area and then basically having failures in every part of the rest of your life. So balance is huge. Balance is critical. Balance is key. So let's get into a little bit like, you know, you, you know, the Sherm today and the Sherm 20 years ago. How, what have you learned over the last <laughs> change that? change that balance aspect for you, you know, like most entrepreneurs, you get into it and you, you know, it's, it's 14 hour days and it probably stays 14 hour days at the end of the day. But you know, what have you done differently in the last 20 years that you've learned and grown? 14 hour days. That's like part-time almost. <laughs> um, um, you know, what, what it is is that you, you, you realize. So I came to coaching from an aspect of, I had a business that I, I'd started with nothing. Um, we had the, the catering business. Um, I had started running a restaurant and uh, the food part of a, a small little ma-pa bar. And I was becoming very, 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 very successful, but I was still not happy. I was losing employees. And, and I, it was one of those things one day you realize, like, it can't be everybody else. You know what I mean? Like, it ha it, it, you got to stop pretending that you're not part of this cause. And I started, I started getting coaching for my personal life um, to find out, try to put it in, in a little better alignment. And um, what I realized is, is that it was funny that all this caused all the other turmoil. Like I, you know, I lost my, uh, at this point, it was my first um, ex-wife when I had my commercial cleaning business because I spent 100% of my time in the cleaning business and I gave her zero attention. I gave my youngest son zero attention at the time. So, you know, as you start learning the skills of trying to bring everything across the table and be balanced as the best you can, you look back and you say, wow, you know, I created all this problem. I, by not paying attention to everything, um, created most of the chaos that was going on in my life and once i took the accountability of it and recognized that it was out of balance and it was out of whack that that's when um you know you get to see and start building towards having you know 
better buckets full versus one bucket full and the rest of the buckets empty. Yeah, and I, and I think that's you, you're absolutely right. I mean, you, you got to sometimes pull out and zoom out and try to understand everybody else's perspective because you, you of all people know everyone is not like you and, and there's different personalities and everything you have to do and we have to account for them in that conversation. So, you know, let's talk about, you know, how do you give advice on business? I, you know, we, we have a mutual, uh, we'll say acquaintance, your son, who, uh, who has uh, ironically cut my hair for a number of years. And I had no idea that was your son. You know, and I know you've helped him a lot from a business coaching perspective. And, you know, you, you've, you know, tell, tell us about that. It was a great story. Yeah. So, so my son is uh, Mark Olden. He's a uh, part owner in U.S. Mail Barbershops. Um, he's been doing that since he was 16 years old. He bought in as an owner at 18. Um, so he's done very well for himself. Um, he had the, the spite and spirit of um, wanting to do his own thing. Um, he, he caught on to the love of money in high school when he was cutting hair and, and making a ton of money. Um, I had to literally drag him by the back of his neck through high school so that he would graduate because um, he was making so much money cutting hair the three or four days that he was doing it. So I had to get him to complete to understand this needed to be completed first. But he took that energy and he takes that drive and he and he saw how hard I worked and and the benefits of it. I mean, not you know, not everything in the first um, company was was bad. It, I had a lot of great stuff. I you know I got to a million dollars in almost three years in the cleaning business. So you know he saw how hard I worked. He actually had his own contract. We were fired from a from a client because of, he was only <laughs> he was only 15 years old and he was the one, only one there cleaning and they thought that that was not how it should be. So you know, like he took the initiative and you know he he's always taken initiative. So coaching comes easy, you know, because you always want to try to help people succeed and and that's kind of where this is all how we are kind of passive crossed and aligned is that you know I've been helping through the chamber through through the coaching that I was you know, getting, you'd have other people in those groups with you. And um, what happens is people would start, you know, asking you questions about, hey, well, you know, you're really successful. How did you get here? And next thing you know, you're helping them, you know, change things and do things. And, and uh, you know, and, and it's just, I guess, a natural part of giving back because, you know, I've had help myself. You know, I've had mentors and I've had coaches and I've had, people in my life that have looked out for me um, probably that had my, my better interest better than my interest sometimes um, when it came to business. But, you know, you have to learn, you have to take choices, chances. And, and sometimes, you know, you don't listen and, and you make a choice and it was exactly how it was put to you. But, you know, that's how you learn, you know, fail fast, fail quick and so learn. That, yeah. And that, you know, and it's, we all know it's difficult to coach. Um, it's, it's a really difficult thing. So we step, if we step back and zoom out and we look at, you know, the average person who's about to start an entrepreneurial adventure, right? You know, if you had to start it all over again, what, what was that, what's that key one or two pieces of advice that you would give a, a new entrepreneur taking the leap from the cushion of a safe job into being their own boss? So, so I'm always pretty raw about this because I don't take what I do lightly and I don't take what we do as entrepreneurs lightly. This is not built for everybody. Um, and some people's mindset, it's not, it's not for them. But if you're ready to do this, I'm going to tell you the number one thing is that you have to bust your butt. 
You have to be the hardest worker in the room. You can't let a day, a week, you can't let it come in, in place. You have to be the hardest worker because you have to understand, I don't care how much advertising money is spent on anything. If people see you're, you're working and you're hustling and you're the hardest worker, people want to align themselves with people like that. Nobody wants to, to, to work, with a, work for or around a lazy person. And as the boss, there's no turnaround. So when you work a normal, regular nine to five job, doesn't matter if it's a corporate job or not, you are, even if in management, there's still somebody you can turn around and there's an answer. It may not be the right answer, it, but it's the, the boss's answer. It's the general manager, the regional manager. It's the owner's answer. You know what I mean? But there's someone else that's accountable. In this position, there's no accountability. You know, the accountability is when you wake up and you brush your teeth every morning and you look in that mirror. That's who is accountable every day for every decision, for everything that happens in a company. So you have to be ready to take that responsibility on because you know, at this point, I have 34 employees. Uh, this is some people's lives. It's our livelihood. It's, you know, how they make sure that their kids go to school and have nice clothes and have a house and a roof over it. It's not all part-time. It's full-time. I have 12 full-time employees. So you have to take this seriously and you have to work, you know, the first one to rise and the last one to end, you know, every single day, no matter what it is. And that's, that's you know, again, I can't emphasize be the hardest worker. That's how it it ends. And work doesn't mean labor. Work just means work. Make sure that you're always working 24-7 on your business. Yeah, and one of the, we, and I get this question often on the marketing side, is, you know, organically growing business versus new business. And, and you know, how much time, you know, I get this question a lot, how much time do you spend on creating new business versus managing your operations? What's, what's that balance for you? <laughs> I you, you know, I spend, I, so I spend more time now on social media marketing um, than I ever did in, in 22 years. Um, and it's just because that's the, that's where everything is going. Um, you know, obviously if you can't meet in person anymore, you know, one-on-one -on -one networking is over. You know what I mean? Until this becomes whatever happens with this and how this evolves, one-on-one -on -one touching and feeling people is over for right now. So you have to be in front of people. Where are they? They're on their computer, they're on their handheld, they're on their iPad, you know, they're, they're doing whatever it is they're doing. So we did a lot, you know, before March, but we have put our marketing on steroids since March. Like I'm posting seven days a week, five posts a day. The Chrissy in the office does two or three posts a day. Becky does at least one or two wedding posts a day. We have a whole separate now Instagram just for Sherm's catering weddings. You know, because we're trying to streamline that market and focus just that on that so that we're not diluting the brands between weddings and corporate and personal. So weddings is weddings now. And now the Sherm Catering um, Instagram is just for everything else. We don't post anything about weddings you know, on, that, on that Instagram anymore. So I'd say, I mean, today's a different day. You know, like I have, you know, Becky now runs the day-to-day -day operation. So you know, I'm only filling in for certain decisions. We meet twice a week and we do a, her and I do a manager's meeting and then we do like a VP meeting. And then we do a manager's meeting on Thursdays with all the managers and all the key sales and office people. And, you know, we, we check on that. So I would probably say I'm on the rules of flop that I'm doing 60% 
marketing and 40% management, but that's just because of the system that I put in place as we speak of today. You know what I mean? Like before it wasn't like that. I was probably posting one or two times a day and that was it, you know, on something random, nothing that had any type of focus or schedule, you know, or plan. It was just a random post. Yeah. So. And that's, and that's most people's approach. And I think, you know, the interesting thing about the, you know, the, the pandemic has, has proven, you know, we, I say this a lot in, in conversations with business owners is, you know, we've just educated a hundred million people on, on online and how to use online services. And even if you have a physical business, you still can use that opportunity to connect socially with them. And I, you know, I think your model, I obviously watch your model. It's, it's, it's very smart. And, you know, we're making the same recommendations to the clients as well is, is only about 10% of your people are going to see your post anyway. So the more you're putting out there, the more you're recycling, the more likelihood you're going to see folks getting back into play with you. And, and again, the other thing that you hit really well that I've noticed you've done an excellent job with is the, the diversity of the message, right? Which is diversifying your business verticals and how you're getting out and what you're doing, almost making, you know, many columns and many, and many, uh, uh, you know, just, just, just mini conversations that instead of just one thing splitting against the wall. So, you know, you've done a great, really, really great job in the marketing aspect. And I've seen a lot of people out there really starting to take ownership of that and where they were a little bit afraid of social media. Now it's becoming so much more natural because that is really our fixed sanity point in some cases, it's driving some people insane, but it is a fixed yeah. sanity point. Well, well, it's, yeah. I mean, again, it's what you, what you allow in your feed and it's the same thing in life. You know, I've cut out all the nonsense, you know, you know, we all have our political views and that's awesome. But if you're going to listen to that all day, it's going to drag you. It's just going to drag you down. So I, I just click them out so that they're not constantly posting. And I look for the more wholesome posts of people and their, their children and doing things cool. And because that's my target, you know, like we've, you know, we've pivoted probably six times already since March about what we're trying to sell, who we're trying to sell to new products, new things. And, and you got to look to see, who is getting this, who's seeing this. And yeah, you gotta, and you gotta see what works. You gotta test it. You know what I mean? Like not every post just because you think it's funny doesn't mean everybody else is going to like it. So you gotta go out there, see what see people are liking and, and try to create messages that are similar to that. Yeah. I mean, you can reuse things, but you gotta, you gotta keep it fresh. Cause you know, just like I'm, I'm a consumer as much as I'm a vendor. So, you know, if I see the same thing over and over again, I'm like, God, man. And especially now that I do it, I'm like, seriously? I mean, come on. I could spend at least an hour a day on this and give you six press messages and you can't spend 15 seconds and I'm getting the same thing over and over. So, yeah. So, I mean, and you can see the pages. I mean, for us in the food industry, you know, there's three, they've created three different pages that, you know, there's interaction with, with new people in Newcastle County about food, you know, restaurants, catering, you know, uh, family meals, you know, take them, individual meals, um, all that kind of stuff. Who's still doing events? You know, where can I go out to eat outside on somebody's deck? You know, so you, you have a live, for us, it's a live audience, you know, a fish in a barrel to hit, you know what I mean? So you have to make sure, and then you still do everything else. You know, we're still on Instagram, still on Facebook. I've actually in, ah, man, how about, how long I've been on LinkedIn? Probably about at least 15 years I've been on LinkedIn. Um, it's crazy that that platform has been around that long. Uh, yeah, and and nobody nobody maximizes it to its full. And, and you know, everybody always kicks the can. They throw some stuff down there. Normally, it was all business. Now, it's starting to get a little political. It's starting to get a little closer to like how Facebook is, but not still. It's still on the on the business edge side. But 
we've we from my posting and from my stuff we've probably gained at least 15 customers in the last five months you know and that's that's huge i mean it used to be like i don't even know why i turned linkedin on like i don't think anybody's out there but now everybody that's in the business is using that and you know seeing it and looking at it and it's and it i can you know well my my we have a shopping cart for all our food so that you can order online and I mean, we're getting 454 um, social media orders a month just from, you know, up what we're doing and posting. So, you know, right. it's... And, and it's all about, you know, to your point, what you validated is it, it's about consistency. You know, you sure. know, LinkedIn allows you to do two to two or three to 5% new connections per day. And you got to maximize that. You got to be on there every single day. Kind of like contact. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're on Facebook, you have to post at least two times to your personal page, one time in a group. And, uh, you know, you have to have content, you know, so a lot of people like to write, uh, write in like old English style, but you really shouldn't. You should write in one like bullet points so that it comes down and has more. So what Facebook is doing analytically is that if you click down to see more, they're giving you more traction on your posts because it looks like that it's a valid um, readable thing and other people should read it if this person read it. So you're getting um, organic um, traffic because you're writing things that have at least six or seven bullet points and they have to hit the more button. So, you know, there's a piece of free advice um, today. <laughs> In that same bucket, you know, and I don't know how you feel about this, but you know, my, my opinion is, you know, and I see this one is don't be afraid. If you're afraid to put your business on your personal page, you're probably not living authentically, right? You know, you, you got to be able to be able to promote that business as much as you can. And, you know, I, I, I do see people that kind of balance that and kind of keep them very, very separate. I, I don't know what you, feel, what you feel about that. Well, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because years ago I tried to keep, well, it, it obviously in the beginning of Facebook back in the Stone Age times, you didn't have a business page, you only had a personal page. So everything went off. It was Sherm, it was Sherm Porter, Sherm's catering. It was all on one page. Then, then obviously with the, um, with Zuckerberg knowing, Oh, well, wait a minute, I can charge for ads. Let's separate it. So you have to have the business page and you're not supposed to use your personal page as your business page. So then people separated it and you were told, well, you should put everything on your business page and not really put it on your personal page. But you know, I got, you know, I have a lot of friends that have a lot of followers on their personal page. And, you know, I think that's how it works. Like you have to cross pollinate. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't think, yeah, like you said, you shouldn't be scared of using your personal page. Um, I don't think you should overwhelm it with content, but you should be posting at least once or two, once or twice a day. Fresh stuff. Content for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't, I, cause people will start defriending you if it's just too much for them. Right. No, I, I think it's no, I, and and you know this was a great first episode. You know, we're 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 getting to know each other from a, a podcast perspective, right? So yeah, tell us tell us from your perspective. You know, what do you, you know for trying coming up? You know, what do you see the topics as? You know, people should be looking out for next in the next month. Um, you know, I always I always like to talk about accountability. That's a huge a huge part. Um, that's always a good a good topic. Um, you know, as well as um, why wow, you're putting me on the spot? I, I should have had something. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it, it's um, yeah. No, no, I roll with it. I just like when you hit something, I have to think about it. I'm like, uh, uh, but yeah, you know, accountability. You know, systems. Um, you know, systems is huge. 
um, that goes hand in hand. I mean, most of the stuff we're going to talk about is all necessary stuff. Like it's, there is no, well, maybe I should try to implement. No, you should be doing this and you should have done it yesterday kind of thing. Um, you know, balance is always good, especially right now. I mean, think about it, you know, some, some mean like, you know, you, you have a, you know, a, a state job as well. So you're home with your kids all day. You're trying to do your state job. You're trying to do your, your, you know, your, your, your personal business. And then you have, you guys have five kids or six kids, seven kids, whatever it is in the house. Like, yeah, I think it's 10 or something. We lose. Is one. it 10? Is it 10 now? <laughs> I thought it was five and two. Is it five and five now? Five and three. Five and three. Eight. Wow. Wow. Oh yeah. That, that's, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother conversation there, but, but yeah, you know what I mean? Like you got to find that balance. Like, you know, because you have eight kids running around all different ages, you know, starting out of real small to real big, you know what I mean? And they all want different things. You know, you got to feed them, clothe them. There's no escape for you. You know, it's, it's 24 or seven, like in a, in a, in a, in a hamster wheel. So you got to learn to take dates. You got to learn to go out and do something that's just you so you can decompress or get your meditation time. So, you know, this. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a good point. I mean, we're, and we're going to talk a lot between the two of us. We get, we got 40 years between us in marketing, you know, in marketing experience, we're going to talk a lot about marketing. We're going to talk a lot about personal development um, and, and the top and that one topic that I think guys struggle with sometimes because it, you know, it turns them off a little bit is self-care, right? You know, we got to talk yeah. about important, you know, you know, I were just talking about exercise this morning. We're both on, you know, accountability health kicks right now. And we're, we're going to talk a lot about that and, and that's yeah. for guys that have to get a little vulnerable and, and talk about that. Yeah. Well, it's tough for us, you know, because we, we you know, like, you know, guys of our age were, were still, you know, brought up in the, we're tough as nails kind of mentality and to break it down and get a little vulnerable sometimes it's tough for people and that's you know that was part of my coaching personal development was you know to kind of really break it down and 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 be accountable for myself and and take that stereotypical stuff and kind of throw it out the window like look you got to pay attention to all this stuff or you know it's not going to it doesn't matter what you do. Eventually you're just going to have this burning tractor trailer full of hundreds going off the bridge. You know what I mean? Like there's no sense in, in having it if you can't use it. So, you know, you got to figure it out sometimes. And yeah, it's, it's not as, as easy, you know, depending on your background and how you were brought up and you know, what, you know, what's your, you know, religious background is or that kind of thing. So yeah, it's, you know, it's that always, it's always a topic, you know, that, that it's tough for some people to get into their emotions. All right. Well, and this, you know, again, this is, comes to the end of our, uh, our first pod, first official podcast for many to come. We're going to uh, drop this every Tuesday. Um, you can catch us on anchor, Spotify, Apple podcast, uh, Google podcast. So we're going to, we're going to be all over the place. Um, and uh, again, we're, we're looking for your opinion. So we have Facebook at triumph small business. It's at triumph small business and drop us a messenger. If you want to have any specific questions, we'll get those on the podcast in the coming podcast. And we'll also start to publish out what that schedule looks like. So you can, uh, so you can catch the recordings and, uh, and, you know, hopefully benefit from. Yeah. Tune in. Yeah. Well, definitely, you know, comments, questions, um, all that kind of stuff. Let us know what you want to see, what you want to hear. Um, you know, we'll, we'll get it on here and, uh, you know, I appreciate you, uh, affording me the opportunity to, uh, to get on here and get to get this podcast started and help some help the community. You know, that's what it's really about. It's like, you know, helping us, the small, the small business community is getting beat up right now and all the help we can get is the best for everyone. So I know you got to go. So, uh, you know, again, I appreciate the time and, uh, you know, we'll see you guys next week. Absolutely. See ya. All right.